0: everyone, welcome to another episode of Opposites React. It is May 18, 2022, episode 119. My name is Sarah, and I'm here with Tyler. How are you, Tyler?
1: Good, thanks.
0: You're welcome. What have you been up to? Uh, a whole lot of nothing?
1: I don't know if I'd say nothing. or more <laughs> the same.
0: Mm, except a little Apex added in, which is a little bit different lately. But
1: Getting destroyed in that game, though.
0: Oh, are you? Uh, like, out of practice, or like... People
1: are... I just think the skill level so high. I, mm. it's, Fortnite has ruined you? Yeah, Fortnite is so easy by comparison, but <laughs> they're very different feeling games. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's like apples and oranges almost, except under a Battle Royale banner. Well, you and I played a little Fortnite. Excuse me. Played a little Fortnite before we got on tonight.
0: Yeah. Didn't win. That's okay. Because me as a teammate, it's hard to do.
1: <laughs> no. I'm more of the,
0: um, the distraction. I'm, a, I'm the distraction.
1: While Tyler mows them down. Well, we we talked. You mentioned last time we played, not today, but another time, that you're good as like a support character.
0: Yeah, I carry the grenades, the bombs, the like the heels, like I I just like being the the, the caravan.
1: <laughs> well, um I don't really have a lot of preamble before today's topics. So why don't we just get into it? Sure. It's gonna be a little long, I think. So we don't. Oh, spend time on this. Goodness. So it is. We are since we're back on track now. Last week was like a catch-up week with a little bit of gaming stuff sprinkled in. And we're talking about last entertainment and other mm-hmm. gaming memories. So today we're back on the sports. Okay. Um, and I was going to talk NHL playoffs a bit. I don't really, I don't want to talk about the Leafs. <laughs> and I admit I haven't been watching enough hockey to really get a good feel for many of the other series. So I don't want to pretend like I know what I'm talking about here. Mm. So let's just stick to what we know, which is baseball. <laughs> and uh, I think I. It's always fun to like revisit this kind of topic every year because the lists do change from time to time. But I found a good list here because um, actually this has not been done for a couple of years because of COVID and everything. So last time this was really updated in 2019. But I found a list ranking the top 30, not top 30, sorry, ranking the 30 MLB stadiums from worst to best.
0: Yeah, which one of them's had renos in the past couple of years though? Like, know, there's what? been
1: some... I mean, even Roger Center had some renovations this year. Yeah, was, like, but I do The lighting system and stuff, but... Yeah, but
0: I don't think it's moving it up the list any.
1: So, no, I mean, I think this list has stayed mostly the same, but it's still fun to revisit it and see if we agree or disagree with some of these... See where you just, want to visit just based on, like... Because, obviously, we, we haven't attended for him many of these stadiums in person. What,
0: all two of them? Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: so, kind of, you can kind of go, just go based on what you see on TV and stuff, if you think it looks like a nice stadium. So, anyways. So, this was... Um, where did I find this article? I'm gonna guess the worst is Tampa Bay. Uh, they're always near the bottom, but yeah. So this is <laughs> this, this article is from Athlon Sports. If anyone wants to look it up afterwards? Athlon Sports is the name of the site. And this was posted last month. Um, so I'm just gonna I'm not gonna read everything they said verbatim because some of these descriptions are long. But I'm just gonna list the name of the stadium and the city and obviously the white. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name each stadium. Most of them are just named after corporations or yeah, advertising things. Anyways, I'm just gonna name the team like where they play and Mm -hmm. and also it's kind of interesting here too they noted this article also noted um like the average attendance from 2019 which is obviously like the last full season before covid so Mm -hmm. these are 2019 numbers here for attendance so so worst the best so the worst stadium on this list is oakland
0: oh oakland yeah okay the other other
1: uh it (laughs) opened in 1966 oh uh and their average attendance in 2019 was just over 20,000, which put them 24th wow. out of 30 teams. 24th? Yeah.
0: Still, so that's quite a bit. Is uh, it 20,000?
1: 20, 20,000, yeah.
0: Yeah, that seems cool. Okay.
1: So the article here just says, sadly, it seems that Oakland's ownership is doing everything it can to sabotage any healthy long-term future for the ball club in Oakland, which includes flir- flirting with moving the team to Las Vegas mm. and currently fielding a team with a laughable $48 million payroll, which is almost $100 million less than the league average. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Oakland still finds ways to win. They're not going to yeah, be the uh, worst team in the league by any means. Yep. Uh, 29th on the list is, as you called it, Tampa. Mm-hmm. Tropicana. Tropicana Field, yep. Yeah. Their average attendance in 2019 was 14,734, which was 29th.
0: I... <laughs> Oh, I'm surprised yeah. it's that high, That's honestly. So
1: this little article here says, the only home that the Tampa Bay Rays have ever known is the most undesirable place to watch a professional baseball game. <laughs> the TROP, as it's known, isn't even located in Tampa. It's on the opposite side of the bay, 30 minutes and a bridge away in St. Petersburg, where all the retired Red Sox and Yankee fans live. <laughs> the Rays ranked second to last in attendance in 2019, and the folks that do show up are too far away from the field. Oh, yeah. The playing surface is a joke, as are the catwalks that go around yep. the dome's roof being in play. Yeah. For a team that's been as competitive as the Rays have been for the last decade, they deserve a lot better. Yeah. Than their own home ballpark.
0: But they won't move.
1: Uh, they're talking about building a new stadium. But,
0: yeah, but they got to have the money to do it. Yeah. I love, like, every game you have to analyze which hoop it hit, which catwalk it hit. Like, yeah, crazy. Nice. All
1: right. And sadly, 28th on this list is the Rogers Center.
0: Well, yeah. I, well, I would agree. And I've only been to two stadiums, but I would agree.
1: So it opened in 1989, for those who didn't know. Oh,
0: it's younger than me. That's (laughs) sad.
1: (laughs) Uh, The Jays' average attendance in 2019 was 21,600, which was 22nd overall. Really?
0: Canada is not representing.
1: It says, when the Jays are good, there may not be a louder ballpark in North America. Mm. Um, at one time the half dome multi-sports stadium felt ahead of its time a modern update from the cookie cutter stadiums of the 60s and 70s but now it's an arch- architectural reminder of a time long gone mm-hmm. nothing about it really stands out in 22 it's just kind of there mm-hmm. canada's, exactly. o- canada's only mlb team should do better especially in a city as beautiful as toronto
0: but where would you put it and yeah, what, exactly. what would, like you can't you'd have to still have a dome
1: mm. yep
0: so it's just it, yeah it's exactly what it said it feels like it's just plopped there and nothing special Except for the Dome, which is cool when it opens up at nighttime, and you're seeing the CN Tower. like That's cool. Otherwise,
1: it's just there. Mm-hmm. All right, number 27 on the list is the White Sox Stadium. It opened in 1991. Average average attendance 2019 was 21,400, which was 23rd, mm-hmm. just slightly behind the Jays there. Um just says, uh, nothing stands out about this home yard, even after years of constant upgrading and renovations ranging from minor to expansive. Nothing about the park is unique or quirky in any way. It's tall and nearly perfectly symmetrical. It's the vanilla ice cream of MLB stadiums. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell his author has a, uh, they like he likes unique features and stadiums. Oh, I don't blame him. So, I would yeah. too. 26th on the list is Arizona. Okay. Chase Field. Opened in 1998, so fairly recent. Uh, their average attendance was 26364 hmm. which was 17th in 2019.
0: I didn't know. It. Well, they don't have much else going on there, I guess.
1: Uh, it, it says the plus side of this Titan of a ballpark is that the food and drink prices are the most reasonable in MLB. <laughs> However, there are many downfalls. The upper deck and outfield seating are way too far away from the game itself, and renovations to fan amenities are long overdue, even mm. for such a new venue. The best part is the retractable roof that opens and closes in under, f- in under five minutes, protecting fans from the merciless Arizona sun. Yeah,
0: I was going to say, that's probably the hottest. Ugh. Yeah.
1: Okay, next on the list, we got Miami Marlins. Mm-hmm. This is also a new one, opened in 2012. Yeah,
0: like that's a brand spanking new yeah. one.
1: Uh, their average attendance 2019 was just over 10,000, which was last, oh. even below Tampa. Oh, oh. that's, ooh, sorry.
0: Beautiful stadium, though.
1: It says Miami was the only... Uh, team in the league that didn't attract at least one point one million fans in twenty nineteen, they only had eight hundred eleven thousand fans all year.
0: The two, the, the thing I, I don't understand, that the two Florida mm-hmm. ballparks are not open roof. Yes, like Miami has well, a I mean, wall it rains, of it a wall of all, it glass. Lot there, right? So, pardon? It rains a lot. I know, but still, it rains everywhere. Yes. Miami has a whole bunch of windows And Tampa Bay is obviously, We are, as we said, one of the worst It's just, they're in such nice places It's just so sad that nobody goes there to pay for The, <laughs> the nice renovations they
1: need Sure, it says um, Even though the stadium is new, it says the team Installed a synthetic field surface to replace the Often dead Bermuda grass that was Originally planted, and they moved the outfield walls in To allow for more home runs
0: uh-huh, That's why they had the home run derby there?
1: Yeah uh, as the team rebuilds itself and remakes the nearly decade-old park to a more fan and baseball-friendly venue, maybe it will creep up the ranks on this list.
0: So. Mm-hmm.
1: 24th, um, this one seems kind of sad to me because I always thought this was a nice-looking stadium, but Milwaukee. Okay. Their their average attendance was 36,000, so they, nice. were, they were eighth.
0: They really have nothing going on there. Well, Milwaukee. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Uh, I guess he doesn't like because it, it's a retractable roof stadium again okay Oh, well, I don't okay, uh, yes it is a relic of his time but it also serves great purpose so it says at times the park can look cavernous on TV even though the roof is hardly open and when it is the shadows created by the retractable roof make the action hard to follow
0: okay so it has nothing to do with the stadium but like the TV presence
1: maybe he's saying even when you're there like if you're sitting in the in the, the nosebleeds or whatever mm. the shadows make it I don't know all right 23rd is Cleveland
0: okay they were, they were
1: ranked 21st in attendance of 2019 with 22,000. What's
0: the name of their stadium?
1: Progressive Field. Progressive,
0: right. Insurance? <laughs>
1: yes.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: there's really anything too bad to say, but I was just saying that um, it got, I guess I got, got a scoreboard update recently. Uh, the only real knock on this ballpark is the 19-foot wall in left field that takes away the intimacy of the game from the fans sitting in the outfield. Mm. That's true. That's kind of the only weird thing about that stadium is you basically got to sit out. The only outfield spots is really out in right field. Really? Yeah. Left field. Well, you can, like, stay on the railing and watch from left field.
0: Oh, you know oh I mean? okay, it's like, yeah. It's just
1: sort of, like, built into the, yeah. the area you walk around in. What the, <laughs> the hell's the name for it? Uh, like, when you're walking around the Where the concessions are and everything. Right. There's a word for it. I can't think of it. All right. Number 22 on the list is the Mets city field. Yeah. They were ranked 13th in attendance in 2019 with 30,000 okay. average. Uh, one of the newer ballparks since it opened in 2009. It's still a work in progress. The outfield walls have already been adjusted twice since opening. <gasps> the concourses, there's what I was looking for, have been recently renovated. Mm. And new park is certainly an improvement over Shea Stadium, which is the Mets' old stadium. Mm-hmm. But it seems like something is just missing with this one.
0: So. It's called winning. <laughs> but now they're doing great, so they're on the right track.
1: 21st is St. Louis, Bush Stadium. Right. They were ranked second for attendance in 2019 with 42,900 wow. fans.
0: Wow. That's great
1: says, so to the Cardinals' credit, they are trying to make the third rendition of Bush Stadium stand out more than when it originally opened. In the past few years, the teams added large social gathering spaces in the upper deck of right field that includes command and lounge seating.
0: Don't watch the game. Just lay here. Pay a lot of money to lay here.
1: Uh, outside of the view of the arch and center field, nothing about the newest Bush really stands out. It's a fine place to watch a game, but everything else is too symmetrical and unimaginative.
0: Oh, my gosh. What is this? Like, He wants a castle in the sky?
1: <laughs> I can already probably tell what his top ten are going to be just based on his style here for this article. But, okay, 20th is the new Texas Stadium. Opened in 2020. Uh, 2020? Yep. Wow. They they averaged... uh, I guess we're using 2020 attendance here, obviously, since they were open in 2018. Yeah. But uh, they averaged 26,300, which was 18th. So...
0: Yeah, and their roster has changed since then.
1: It says the the 1.2 billion dollar Globe Life Field has has to have had the most peculiar inaugural season of any professional sports league venue ever. The park mm-hmm. opened on July 24th, 2020, in mm-hmm. the middle of the pandemic-shortened and fanless regular season, but it was capped off by hosting that year's World Series between the Dodgers and Rays. Okay, it sounded like baseball being played in a canyon. The seven-tier stadium is all about intimate premium seating, so be prepared to pay Texas-sized prices for tickets, <laughs> especially for these sunken field-level seating areas along each dugout that of stretch each foul pool. For being so new, there's nothing that really stands out about it. Everything is symmetrical, dark green or brick. There are no oddities or ex- eccentricities, nothing that makes the place truly unique, just a 111 by 40-foot video board hanging above right field. Okay. Like Texas always has big screens. It's always so bigger in Texas. Like oh, that's a sad one. 19th, because uh, we see this one on TV a lot, Angel Stadium.
0: Oh, what's wrong with the Angels? Yeah, right.
1: They uh, ranked fifth in attendance in 2019, 37,000 fans. I believe it. The, it was originally built in 1966,
0: but didn't. Oh, that was the same year as the first stadium. Oakland? Yeah. yeah.
1: But they did have a major renovation in 1998. Okay. It says, despite, have, despite having one of the oldest, part, oldest yards in the league and the Angels only making one playoff appearance in the last 12 seasons, Angels fans continue to pack their home ballpark. I sure, can. having Mike Trot and Otani <laughs> house, but so does the amazing year-round Southern California weather. Mm. The rock waterfall in left center still holds up as a fun ballpark quirk, but the 18-foot wall in right field and the seating behind the bullpens in left take away some of the closeness from the action.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So. 18th is Houston. Okay. Opened in 2000, Minute Maid Park. Mm-hmm. They, aver- they were ninth in attendance in 2019 with 35,000 mm-hmm. fans. Uh, it says it's another retractable roof stadium built at the <laughs> dawn of the century, but unlike its other counterparts, it has some character. The short porch and scoreboard left field is countered nicely by an expansive alley that opens up the field to play. The open air left field is, is highlighted by train tracks and the home run locomotive carrying a supply of oranges that complements the huge video board above the double decker right field seating. Uh huh. 17th is Seattle, T Mobile Park. Mm-hmm. Opened in ni- 1999. They were 20th in attendance in 2019 with 22,000 fans. Mm hmm. Uh, it is one of the biggest yards in baseball. The retractable roof doesn't fully enclose the stadium. It's just beyond left field is left open to the elements, keeping the unique Seattle weather part of the experience at all times.
0: What the, that's where it rains, Tyler. That's where they actually need it.
1: <laughs> right. The view over the left field wall of the Emerald City skyline is one of the best in baseball. The lower bowl offers solid sight lines, but the action is too far away. While still a young stadium, the home park is due for some minor upgrades to keep up with the times. What do you want from us? <laughs> 16th is Washington. Okay. Uh, opened in 2008. They were 16th in attendance in 2019 with just under 28,000 fans. It says, The glass and steel facade of the ballpark is really neat and fits in well with the rest of the classic D.C. architecture, especially at night. The Navy Yard location has been a real boon for the area, but the park itself lacks character, especially for such a new stadium. The fan experience and sightlines could be the best in the league, but there's nothing that makes the field really stand out. It's just fine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I feel like we're not going to get unfine to like the top
1: ten. Well, we're getting to fifteen now, so yeah. All right, fifteenth is Detroit. Okay. They were twenty fifth in attendance in twenty nineteen.
0: What's the name of that park?
1: Comerica Park. Comerica. Two thousand. Uh, Comerica Park is often forgotten, yet it is underrated. The ballpark is well balanced, with only two main decks behind home plate. Hmm. Uh, the skyline of downtown Detroit offers a nice backdrop. As the surrounding area of the ballpark has experienced much-needed revitalization, the only downfall is the bitter Canadian winds coming in from the north during the early spring. You're blaming fallouts. us? You're <laughs> blaming us for your wind? It, it is chilly there. I see fans bundling up a lot until like June, basically. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> all right, 14th, we got Philly Citizens okay. Bank Park. Yes, I remember you cause you played this as the Phillies for a whole road to the show season. Yeah, uh, opened in 2004. They were 10th in attendance in 2019 with 33600 While the seats behind the plate and along the base paths are pretty far from the action, the outfield seating is closer to the field than most other parks. The crimson brick and two-tiered bullpen and center field give the outfield backdrop a mix of modern classic character, especially if you can see the Philly skyline peeking up in the background. The team spent a ton of cash to update the stadium in the last couple of years to feel more family-centric and socially savvy, <laughs> making it one of the better places to watch some baseball. That's a good buzzword, socially savvy. Right. All right, here we go. At least we have an, an older stadium on this list here. I mean, obviously, we're going to find a couple more. I'm sure Fenway will be up there. But we have Kansas City at 13. Mm-hmm. Kauffman Stadium opened in 1973.
0: Ooh, I didn't think it was that old. Yeah.
1: Uh, they were 26th in attendance in 2019. They spent all their money on ba- on football. Yeah. It says the Royals' home is aged like a fine bottle of wine. Although it was built in the 70s, the park is nothing like the other cookie-cutter stadiums of its era and offers a more intimate feel than many modern parks. The outfield seating is somewhat limited, but that's the only real gripe. If you're ever making to a game in Kansas City, make sure to hit the pregame tailgate in the parking lot. All the Kansas City barbecue you can handle. <laughs> of course. <laughs> wow, number 12. I thought it was going to be a little higher. Number 12, we have Yankee Stadium. The brand making a new Yankee Stadium yeah. too? Yeah, opened in 2009. Because of the wind tunnel thing, yeah, isn't right. it? Uh, they were third in attendance in 2019 with 41,000. Oh, Boston's going to be number one, then. <laughs> yeah, like this. is how do you follow up the classic Yankee Stadium by building it the exact same way, but at the cost of a billion dollars?
0: <laughs>
1: it is gorgeous and a wonderful place to catch a game. The Yankees heard the gripes of their middle-class fans and it eased up on their pretentiousness by offering more social gathering spaces in the outfield, drink rails, and bar options. Still, if you want to come to the Big Apple to see the Bombers play, it's going to cost you a pretty penny. No kidding. Yeah. Hey, number 11, we were here. Cincinnati. That's yeah, a beautiful park. Great American Ballpark, opened in two thousand three. That's what it's called. Yep, Great <laughs> American. Uh, their attendance, they were nineteenth in attendance in twenty nineteen was just over twenty two thousand. Huh. The area surrounding Great American Ballpark has become a haven for baseball fans. The mix of restaurants, bars, and shops has given the downtown riverfront a ballpark village vibe. The park itself offers an intimate feel that gives fans solid visuals at affordable prices. The outfield smokestacks and deep right center are a tribute to the Ohio River's famed steamboats, while the second deck bleachers in left field maintain the classic feel. Uh, we're just not sure why the expansive outfield view looks across the river into Kentucky instead of the revitalized downtown Cincy skyline. <laughs> yeah, because they are just going to turn it. <laughs> uh, SimCity, okay. we are going to break it down and build it up. All right, we're in the top 10 now. Okay. So number 10 is Atlanta. Okay. One of the yeah. newest things on this list, too. Opened in 2017. Okay. Uh, they were 12th in attendance in 2019.
0: Oh, they, uh, they had Freeman.
1: 32,000 fans. Um, The second youngest ballpark in the show has already been renamed, even though it's been open for fewer (laughs) than five full seasons. It was formerly called SunTrust Park, now called Truist Park. Okay. Located um, northwest of the metro Atlanta area in a new entertainment district called The Battery.
0: Oh, that's a horrible name. The home of the defending
1: World Series champion Braves is loaded with fresh amenities and luxury, peaking with the Chop House in right field like a restaurant
0: I assume so yeah uh,
1: the ballpark is much more intimate than its predecessor and offers brilliant sight lines from anywhere in the park but for as great as a new yard is the fact that there is no direct route for public transportation to and from Atlanta oh. is shameful Oh, yeah I remember they mentioned that when it was being built like that's
0: there. terrible yeah like that's a huge oversight where yeah. they just chose to only have people that
1: can drive or afford taxis <laughs> number nine Colorado Coors oh. Field yeah opened in 1995 Average, average attendance was they were sixth in attendance. In no way. Thirty just under thirty-seven
0: thousand. Wow, I didn't think it was big uh, that big there. It
1: says it might make sense for a baseball stadium located in Denver to have a retractable roof, but thankfully Coors Field is open to the skies year-round. Thank goodness. Thanks to the mile-high altitude, the ball really flies out of the yard, but the stadium itself is just as easy on the eyes. A recently installed rooftop party deck high above right field gives fans the chance to mingle and sip on local craft brews while taking in the ball game as the majestic Rockies show off in the distance. I'm getting. I'm getting this image in my head yeah. that this author yes. does not actually like watching baseball. Well, I think he likes baseball. You're just saying like you want to have like he a wants nice to socialize. To ha- well, you know, no, you want to have a nice. He that was sight lines. You want to have a nice view when you're having people talking about all the, the
0: party decks and the social areas to gather.
1: You're not wrong. It could be a young author. I have no idea. I'm just saying.
0: Like I want to sit and watch a game <laughs> with my radio on. That's all I want to do. Okay. I don't care where the social gathering spots are. Keep me away from them.
1: I think maybe he's just trying to say, you know, because obviously baseball, most baseball fans are older. If you're trying to attract a younger demographic, is what you have to do. You have to create social areas, right?
0: Nobody's watching the baseball. Then you're literally paying to go to that's, a bar with a baseball game in the background. That,
1: the only times I've been to Blue Jays games and I got groups of people sitting behind me on their phones all game, just talking. They're not even talking about baseball. They're just talking about, you know, then go going on with, somewhere else. I'm just saying, like that's why they have the. Um, the flight deck out in center field for the for rogers center people just want to go over there and drink and stand and watch the game or socialize Mm-hmm. i like to pay attention <laughs> okay you're sounding like an old person <laughs> <laughs> all right let's move on number eight we got minnesota okay target field built yeah. in 2010 they were 15th in attendance in 2019 with 28,300. says the team found ways to make fans comfortable during the cold spring and fall months by adding climate controlled restrooms Oh, my gosh. That lineup must be so long. <laughs> <laughs> Restaurants, concessions, and lounge areas. Uh, the exposed Casoda limestone in left field is a nice hat tip to the geology of the region. The illuminated sure. the Midney and Paul logo looming over center field is one of the coolest traits for any yard in MLB. It is a nice-looking stadium. Like, on TV, it looks really good, I'll admit. I'd like to see a game there or something. There's another... Well, actually, this was the, I thought this one was older for some reason when I looked at it at first glance. Uh, number seven is Baltimore.
0: Oh, I remember that from, like, the. you got a really good view of the stadium when they had that game where no fans were allowed. Because of the riots. Yes,
1: because of the riots. They showed a lot of the stadium. It is really pretty. Uh, So it was built in 1992. I thought it was older for some reason. Um, They were were 28th in attendance in 2019 because the team's pretty bad. Yeah. But 16,000 fans a year. Uh, It's a shame the on-field product has been so poor in recent years because since its opening in, in 92, Camden Yards has set the standard for a modern ball yard. This place is an absolute gem in the heart of Baltimore. The center field view offers a glimpse of the Baltimore skyline. Um, this uh, this offseason, uh, the Orioles pushed back and sharply angled the left field fence to make the park more pitcher-friendly. The expanded outfield may take away a dozen more home runs this summer, but it doesn't change the awesomeness of this park.
0: I want to know what park sees the most cats. <laughs> is it the Mets? Is the Mets always the one that has to chase the cats?
1: Uh, I think it's a New York thing. I, I've seen it both in the Mets and Yankee games before. Yeah. Okay. All right, number six, we got San Diego Petco Park. Mm, yes, yes, yes. Opened in 2004. Average attendance uh, was 14th in 2019 with just under 30,000. Okay, you. respectable. Petco is the most underrated and one of the best <laughs> parks in all the land. Located in the revitalized Gaslamp Quarter, it melts perfectly into downtown San Diego. The Western Metal Supply Company building, serving as the left field foul pole, is one of the best quirks in baseball. The sta- it's true. It's pretty cool. The stadium is said to represent the best of San Diego. Uh, quote, the sea, the sky... Natural beauty, cultural diversity, and unique spirit of the region, and I think they nailed it.
0: <laughs> Interesting. Yeah.
1: Number five, another classic: Dodger Stadium. Okay, built in 1962. Uh, oldest. Um, uh, they were first in attendance 2019, obviously, because are they? They're almost always in the top well, five. Well, Boston for is fourth at best, then. So their average attendance was just under forty. Sorry, just over forty-nine thousand. Wow. Uh, it says trailing only Fenway Park and Wrigley Field in terms of the oldest stadiums. Oh, okay, we haven't got there. <laughs> it is The Dodger Stadium is timeless. While the old grill is starting to show some age, the tequila sunset's dipping below the mountains of Chavez Ravine, just beyond the outfield walls, are a California slight California sized slice of baseball heaven. If it weren't so hard to get in and out of the parking lot, this <laughs> national treasure might make the top of the list. <laughs> really? That's what's holding it back, eh? Number four is Fenway. Hmm. Opened in nineteen twelve. Wow. Um so they were seventh in attendance in twenty nineteen, just <laughs> over thirty six thousand fans a wow. game. Is Fenway the perfect park? No. (laughs) The place is cramped. The views can be obstructed. The sight lines are off. Parking stinks. But that's all part of the charm. Although flawed, Fenway is still the crown jewel of New England that has withstood the test of time and remains a true slice of Americana dripping with baseball history. The team has done its best to update the park over the last decade plus. They added seats atop the big green monster, reconfigured some seats in right field, and added some modern social gathering spaces where they can. Sure, Fenway isn't perfect, but that's kind of what makes the place what it is. She's still one of the most special places in all the land. Yep. Number three, San Francisco, Oracle Park. Okay. Opened in 2000. Uh, Average attendance, they were 11th in 2019 with uh, just over 33,000 fans a game. Hmm. There's so much to adore about, about this place, it's hard to name it all. The obvious is McCovey Cove, lingering beyond the brick outfield wall in right field. Mm-hmm. But the view of San Francisco and the bay from the upper deck is <gasps> it, as majestic as well. Is that the
0: one where they had the kayaks getting the yep. home runs? Okay, good. Yeah,
1: I like that one. It's also one of the most accessible and fan-friendly stadiums. Um, number two. I'm trying to think which one we have not said Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Is it the Cubs? I agree with number one. Uh, number two is the Cubs. Oh! Uh, Wrigley Field opened in, bleh, opened in 1914. Just oh, in yeah. two years. Uh, the Cubs were fourth in attendance in 2019. Wow. Which is over 38,000 fans. And they're not that good these days. It says Wrigley is the pinnacle of professional baseball in America. The ballpark was in dire shape when the Cubs' new ownership group took over a decade ago and to their credit, the Ricketts family promised to modernize and preserve Wrigley Field, which they did to the tune of approximately 500 million. The confines are now a perfect mix, mix of modernism and nostalgia with led scoreboards in left center and right field better seating and sight lines and expanded concourses intertwined with the outfield ivy and hand-operated scoreboard in center field oh yeah however the updated Br- wrigleyville area has become gentrified and pricey which takes away some of the old ballpark's charm in favor of the spoils of capitalism but underneath the influx of all the new bells and whistles it's still wrigley
0: what does gentrified mean
1: that's when like basically like a bunch of young people move in and modernize an area okay. and make it more pricey like you okay. put in a starbucks and you put in all this mm. other modern stuff like you take away the old charm of okay like a rustic so it's neighborhood.
0: like not gonna like turning in getting a mcdonald's
1: yeah pretty much okay. exactly it's good <laughs> i was trying to think of what number one was like what haven't we talked about yet and like oh that's an obvious one yeah so number one is a place i definitely want to go to one day it's oh, on my bucket hold list on.
0: who haven't we said Pittsburgh.
1: There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Pittsburgh PNC Park.
0: Oh, poor. if the Pirates were any better than garbage. I know.
1: So it opened in 2001. Um, the Pirates were ranked 27th in attendance in 2019 with just over 18,000 fans, mm. which is roughly half the stadium's capacity. Oh, sad. So the article here just says, This is how you build a modern ballpark. <laughs> the Steel City skyline sits across the Allegheny River, connected by the Roberto Clemente Bridge, which peaks into the outfield like overlooking Steel Mountains. It's the best view in all of baseball. With only two decks, PNC Park is more intimate than most other stadiums, two decks. while the field itself has enough character to be different without being gimmicky. The Pirates' commitment to updating the park annually put this park on the cutting edge while also giving fans top-notch amenities year after year. Bravo, Pittsburgh. Although too bad ownership doesn't appear to be willing to put the same effort into the field product. Oh, yeah. snap. Big, they always have one of the lowest payrolls.
0: What S- stadium has the most st- uh, seat capacity? Do you know?
1: Good question. Uh, let me I'm gonna have to scroll through this really quick here. Let's see. I am going to say off the top of my head. I am going to say I think it's Dodger Stadium, but
0: I would have said by the forty nine thousand. Like, let's I mean. put it
1: this way. Like I'll just quickly recap. So like Pitts In terms of Pittsburgh has thirty eight thousand capacity. Wrigley mm-hmm. has forty one. I am mm-hmm. rounding up or down slightly here, just mm-hmm. so you know. Uh, or San Francisco has forty two thousand. Mm-hmm. Fenway thirty seven. Dodger Stadium, yeah, 56,000. Okay, they've the be the biggest. I'm just trying to say, is anybody else even over 50? 45, 45. Uh, I think most are around 40. Okay, uh, Colorado has 50,000.
0: Okay.
1: Atlanta, which one of the newest, I think it is the newest one, right? No, second youngest. Which one's the newest
0: one? Yeah, no, shoot, there was somebody else in 2020.
1: Oh, Texas. Texas. Texas, right. So Atlanta has 41. They're one of the new ones. Okay. Uh, Cincinnati has 42. Oh, here you go. Uh, new Yankee Stadium has 54. Okay, they're winning. So, no, just so of the Dodgers. Dodgers have 56. Dodgers 52.
0: Oh, I thought it was 52. I'm no, sorry. Dodgers have
1: 56. I'm sorry. Um, blah, 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 blah. 40. Most of them are the 40s. Uh-huh. 47. So. 41. I assume it fluctuates a lot because they keep making social areas. Yeah, yeah. And even like, like the new Texas one only has 40,000. Yeah. So...
0: Don't make... What 45 do for St.
1: Louis. I wonder who has the smallest one. Oh, yes, it's small. Well, actually, I was going to say Fenway, but I think Fenway 37. Cleveland mm-hmm. has 35. They're one of the hmm. smallest ones I've seen so far. Actually, I think Toronto's is pretty big. Once we get to Toronto. I thought I think, it was 42. No, Toronto's over 50, I think. I don't think so. I think it is.
0: They never They never had their 50 anyways.
1: <laughs> uh, Arizona has 48,000. It's pretty hmm. big. It sucks. Jay's is 53,000.
0: Wow, I'm wrong. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tampa Bay can hold 42,000. I wonder if they've ever had like they probably have sold out before but i'm just saying like they could be their average is like yeah their average is a third of their capacity they can't even like, sell
0: out a world <laughs> series game
1: yeah so based on let's just say sorry bring up the article again here let's just say based on the top 10 mm-hmm. i agree i would love to see pittsburgh definitely on my list um why didn't we go to a game in pittsburgh when we were there i, I don't think they were in town oh, okay we definitely would have they were yeah. on the road that that few days we were okay. in this state so yeah pittsburgh for sure wrigley i want to see one day yeah. San Francisco. If I was ever out, I would definitely see a game. If, if I was ever out west, San Fran. Fenway. Oh, Fenway I could take relief. Like I kind of want to see Fenway just from the historical aspect, but I don't know. Like, sure, okay. if I happen to like somehow be in Boston for some other occasion, then yeah, I'd go to Fenway. But I don't think I'd be going out of my way. Dodger Stadium for sure. San Diego sounds pretty nice. Baltimore. I mean, sure, sure it would be hard to get tickets in Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> so I already said so I pretty much agree with this top 10 I'd love to see all these games Especially like Denver I'd love to see Coors Field
0: mm. I don't think you ever find um, a reason To go to
1: Colorado though what am I wouldn't mind seeing Cincinnati again Cincinnati was so pretty Kansas City looks pretty cool too I like KC
0: Going from Rogers Center To Cincinnati was like Night and day Like seeing the outside world <laughs> Oh yeah <laughs> While watching a game And like being able to breathe fresh air And like just It was so much better than being in Rogers Center.
1: I mean Rogers Center is nice when the when the roof is open.
0: At nighttime when the lights are blinking on the sea tower or when it's changing colors for fun things, mm-hmm. uh that's nice. But otherwise it is it is fine.
1: I mean there's obviously pros and cons to the whole roof debate, right? Yes, I agree. It doesn't feel like baseball when you're inside whether it's a retractable roof.
0: But or. I enjoy not having games rained out five well, exactly, times that's a week. I, mean. I, mean, I get why it's there. It's just unfortunate that it, uh, it has to be that way. And that the whole rest of the stadium is just a big old piece of cement.
1: <laughs> well, I guess I'll have to make a decision one day in the future whether I want to get my passport back. I was so going to say, go, <laughs> first comes and, first, go passport. Go to the border and see. I mean, I guess from a geographical standpoint, if you were going to go, if you, could somehow, if you could map it out properly... And like, I'm see, sure see there's if, maps already. No, no, I just mean like based on the scheduling. I mean, like if teams are in town at a certain time, like mm. if you can do a nice little loop of a few stadiums within like a week or two, I are would you, say like I'd like to see like ones that are all fairly close geographically, yeah. without having to go like miles and like thousands of miles away. Yeah. Um, I would say like Pittsburgh and Philly uh, would be a nice stadiums to go to. Cincinnati again. I wouldn't mind Cleveland because it's sort of it's obviously close to Cincy, and then um, Detroit. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how far Milwaukee is away from Detroit. Milwaukee's obviously out west a bit more from from Michigan, but I wonder if it's closer to, like, if you drive north from Cincinnati, is it quicker to go f- to Milwaukee from there as opposed to going over from Detroit, or is it? I'd have to look at the map, but
0: it seems like a nightmare to schedule. Well,
1: like I wouldn't, I definitely wouldn't have any desire to go all the way down south. Like I, I wouldn't go, I wouldn't see any games in Texas or Houston. Uh, I could take or leave it with like Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't go to either of the Florida stadiums. Mm-hmm. So I mean. Yeah, East Coast, those are the ones I'd hit up. If, mm-hmm. you're, if you were going to go out West, then I'd probably start, say, like, Colorado.
0: Colorado's Dude. West?
1: Yes, yeah, Colorado's West. No. <laughs> like, not West-West, but it's, like, Midwest.
0: Oh, really?
1: Yeah. I thought it was Mid East. So you can go to Colorado and then go North from there to, you know, if you're going to do, like, a West Coast sort of.
0: You go to Seattle?
1: Well, no, Seattle would be at the top. I'm saying from, from Colorado, I think you would go to, like, San Diego, then Angels, Dodgers, and uh, and then San Fran. Seattle's north of that of all those. Seattle's the north, most northwest of uh, the stadiums.
0: Yeah. One day. One day.
1: When you're rich and famous and can afford it. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's pose an email question to the listeners.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: either, you know, whether you agree or disagree with the list that we read, which, again, wasn't our opinion. I was just reading that from the Athlon Sports article, which you can look up for a little more context if you wanted to. Oh,
0: right. Uh, I had a question I'll ask it after.
1: Okay, um, so I guess uh, yeah, you, state your opinions about the uh, the list we wrote. We list we wrote the list that we just <laughs> read off. Um, do you agree or disagree with any rankings on the list? Um, have you seen any of these stadiums in person? Like I was, I'm sure most of our listeners have been to Toronto before. So, <laughs> if you've been to other stadiums in the states, um, you know what's your opinion? Would you do you agree with where they're ranked on the list? Would you rank them higher or lower? maybe you want to throw in a few of your bucket list stadiums that i've mentioned as well um yeah give us a shout by email and sarah's gonna tell you what the link is
0: when opposites react at (laughs) gmail.com uh
1: what was your question
0: um i never got your firsthand opinion of the upgrades at roger center like how was the new screen? How was the new audio? How was I'll be the new honest, lighting?
1: Where I was sitting in left field, oh, like, you couldn't really tell. Couldn't see it. Well, no, no like I couldn't see the screen that well. Yeah. I mean, you're you're better off obviously if you're sitting on like the baseline, well, basically anywhere except the outfield. Yeah. Um, it looked nice. So I, I could definitely tell it was an improvement over what it was before. Mm. The lighting system was really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's they're nice upgrades, but it's nothing that's going to, you know. Make more people come. <laughs> right. You're going to come to Ballpark just to see that. But mm-hmm. it's nice to enjoy it while, it's, while you're there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I enjoy the
0: games when they win.
1: So <laughs> Yes, exactly. <laughs> Winning is better than everything. Yeah, it doesn't matter how nice the stadium is. You don't want to see your team get blown out. You know, no. 12 to and and 1. I,
0: I am a curse, so never take me. <laughs> no, you
1: have to go see Otani and Trout. But then I just want to go buy Otani jerseys. Maybe we should go to a game this weekend and see Cincinnati We can see Votto.
0: Oh, every the only time we've seen Votto, he got kicked out in the first inning. So we're not we're not good for Votto
1: either. I don't, I don't think he's been kicked out for quite a while. He's been a lot tamer in his older years. He's, no, don't. Then we're ruining his image. No, he's still an angry guy. But he's <laughs> Does that mean
0: you'll mellow out soon?
1: I have mellowed <laughs> in my gently aged years.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. All right. Well, um, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode tonight. If you didn't like baseball, then obviously you probably tuned out half it's an like hour every ago. every third week. I uh, <laughs> talk about baseball every third week. Uh, pretty much. Week. Well, all right, I'll try and do better for the next sports podcast. I beat I'll,
0: Tyler in fantasy baseball last week, by the way. Ah, she did. That's unfortunate.
1: It'll <laughs> be a rematch at some point.
0: Oh, no, I know, but I'll beat you again. It's fine.
1: All right. Well, like I said, I hope you guys uh, enjoyed the podcast tonight uh feel free to drop us a link in the email Sarah mentioned earlier if you have any insider even if it's a past email you listen to it doesn't matter if you want to get caught up and just make make sure you list the episode number in the yes. email so I know what you're referencing exactly. and we'd love to hear from you and uh yes yeah, so we'll be back same time next week uh we should be talking about the movies, about movies next week yeah I'll have to watch oh some. top
0: guns next week
1: but it won't be. But it's like next Friday.
0: Oh, so Top Gun hype is
1: next week. Yes, <laughs> Top Gun maybe I'll rewatch the OG. I Top figured bit. you would. There we go. We'll talk about that and how well it's aged. <laughs>
0: You didn't have to add that part in. <laughs> Are no, you no, saying it doesn't I, age no. well? I think
1: I think it. For, I think the action scenes have still aged incredibly well. Maybe not necessarily like. Well, the, the music is part of the movie. The music is very eighties.
0: Well, is the, don't people still hate the new song?
1: <laughs> well, the Chicago one. Yeah. Well, I'd say hate hey, just the, the the old one's so iconic. The, mm. the Kenny Loggins. Anybody who's watched Archer.
0: I've watched Archer.
1: Yeah, he. he refer- I mean, the running gag on Archer is Danger Zone. That's yes. the, name of the song from the movie and Kenny Loggins. So.
0: Oh, is that from?
1: Top gun.
0: That's yeah. for, Oh, I had no idea that was the reference. Yeah. Oh, that song is the Top Gun song? Yeah, Danger Zone. Oh, wow. Yeah, Lady Gaga was not going to compete against that. No, exactly. It's iconic. I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, yes, Top Gun hype next week. So thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate it. And we'll be back at the same time next week. Bye. Bye.